This is the Full Frontal Living Podcast. I'm your host, master coach, and emotional resiliency expert, Lisa Carpenter. I'm here to be your guide through real, raw conversations, navigating life as a high achiever. This show covers what it takes to create physical and emotional well-being, along with how to honor and partner with your body. I'm here to guide you to a connected relationship with yourself, turning self-care into a way of being and not just another task on your to-do list. After all, the things we love, we take care of. This podcast gives you permission to love what you do, but love yourself more. Welcome to the Full Frontal Living Podcast. Well, hey, hey, Full Frontal Living listener. I am so happy to have you joining me on this Monday, December 30th of 2019. I cannot believe that we were all that we're almost ready to close out this year and not only close out this year, but close out what has been an incredible decade. Now, if you're wondering about my audio this week, I am actually recording this while sitting on my hotel balcony in one of the most beautiful places in British Columbia, Canada, which is Tofino. Now, if you've never heard of this magical place, I want you to, when you're done listening to this podcast, I want you to go and Google it and take a look. It's basically on the west coast of Vancouver Island. People come here to surf. My husband was in the surf today, crazy cat that he is, throw on a wetsuit and just get in that cold water. Uh, And this is a total rainforest environment. It's very gray, but it is just absolutely stunningly beautiful. So if you are following me on Instagram, you will find some of my highlights and photos on my Instagram stories. So make sure that you are catching me over there because that's where I kind of hang out on social these days. Now you can probably also hear the surf in the background, but well, and there's... There's a little kid running by as well. But, you know, this is what I celebrate about this show and about how I show up in the world and lead. It's not about having everything perfect. It's about just putting yourself out there and living the life you want to lead. Because if you wait for moments to be perfect, you are going to miss out on so much living. And I really enjoy coming at you guys in real time, real life, in the moment. And that means that sometimes there's background noise. Sometimes I'm sharing my walk on the beach in Mexico. And sometimes I'm sharing my porch view from Tofino. You get it all. So One of the things I wanted to share with you today and how I want to lead off this episode is on integrity because I've been thinking a lot about integrity. Now, integrity is one of my highest values and it's probably one of your highest values as well because pretty much all of the clients that I work with, they really have a high value of integrity. Now, where they get into the weeds a little bit is that they are much more in integrity with doing the things they say they're going to do for other people, but they really fall down when it comes to having integrity with themselves. And integrity with ourselves is, again, doing the things that we say we're going to do. 
because when we stay in integrity with ourselves, amazing things happen. But how many of you listening have said you are going to eat healthier or move more or you are going to stop worrying about things being perfect and just get out there and do it or maybe it's, you know, going after something that you want to try. But then the time comes and pretty soon you realize that the things you said you were going to do, you still haven't done or you did them for a couple days and then you fell off the wagon. So as we get to the end of this year, I want you to look back over this past year at the things you told yourself you were going to do and where you didn't follow through and what kind of an impact that has had on your year and how you want your year to look differently. So in previous episodes, I've really been reflecting with you about how this was an extraordinary year for me in my business and personally. And it was an accumulation of really what I set in motion over the past decade. Now, there's a saying, and I'm probably going to butcher it because that's what I do to most quotes, that says we often over, we overestimate what we can do in a year, but we underestimate what we can do in three years or five years or 10 years. So as I've been sitting here in Tofino, I've been really reflecting on this past decade and looking at where I was and what I am stepping into and the things that I said I was going to do and the things that I've done and the places that I've dropped the ball on, all of the things. So, you know, 12 years ago, so over a decade ago, I made the decision to leave my marriage, my first marriage. And he was an amazing man. He still is an amazing man. He's an amazing father. I am so grateful he came into my life uh, because we've had the most amazing children together. Like I said, he was, a, he was a great partner. But what it came down to for me is he wasn't the right partner for me for a variety of reasons, which I'm not going to dive into. Uh, but I made the decision to leave my marriage because I knew that I, I wanted more. I wanted deeper connection. I wanted adventure. I wanted so many amazing things from my life. And I knew that he was not the partner that that was going to happen with. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with, with who he is or who he was. It just, it wasn't the right fit for me. And it was a very hard and very painful decision. You know, I was breaking up my marriage when my children were young. Uh, it was was one of the hardest decisions I've had to make in my life uh, because I was really putting myself and my needs first. My parents didn't really understand my decision. I don't think my husband really understood my decision, but I just knew that I wanted more and I couldn't explain exactly what that was. Now, fast forward and I can look at the life that I have created for myself, co-created with the universe and it's, it's really jaw-dropping. You know, I now have a relationship with, you know, my current hubby. And, you know, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know we're engaged now. We also have an eight-and-a-half-year-old together. And we're engaged now. And that's come after a lot of struggle, a lot of learning, a lot of personal growth, a lot of healing, you know, almost eight years ago now he went through addiction and recovery and if you go back uh, I'll link 
previous episodes of the show where I've talked about that and where he actually came on and and shared his story so you know this amazing relationship that I wanted you know I got exactly what I wanted in a relationship but the universe also gave me exactly what I needed to grow and transform and become the person I am today that was really the catalyst for my healing journey so I have a lot of gratitude for everything that I've gone through in this past decade and I can tell you that even though leaving my first marriage was one of the most painful experiences that I've had to walk through saying I was leaving was the easy part but actually getting back up on my feet again and starting a life for myself not even knowing exactly where I was going or what was going to happen it was hard and it was scary it was me and and my two boys and making lots of decisions and at the time I had uh, my personal training studio open so there were a lot of there were a lot of big scary decisions but I took that leap again because I knew I wanted more with my life so when I look back on this past decade and I think about you know I brought this new relationship into my life I'm engaged now I'm getting married I had another baby that was not a planned thing that was a surprise and what a beautiful and amazing surprise that little man has been to not just my life but the life of my families the life of my boys you know had I not left my marriage and started this relationship my life would have been completely different but here's the thing it couldn't have been any different because I made the choices that I made. So make sure that as you're looking back over your past decade that you're not playing the coulda, shoulda, woulda game. Because if things could have been any different, they would have been. So it's about accepting the choices that you made and understanding that they were part of the steps you took to get you to where you are today, good, bad, or indifferent. And it's the choices that you make tomorrow that are going to continue to move you in the direction you want to go or move you further away from where you want to be. So over this past 10 years, I also opened up not one personal training studio, but two. And then I ended up closing down uh, both of them. Uh, you know, after a five-year lease, I was ready to transition my business and move it online. So I'd gone from personal training into nutrition and teaching courses, and I'd, I'd grown my EAT program, which I also wrote a book in the past decade that, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, if you had told me that I was going to be a published author, I would have told you that you were crazy, right? It, this is the interesting thing when we look back on our lives. It's, it's really amazing how many things that, that we have accomplished, and I really want you to look at this. I also have done a tremendous amount over the past 10 years of healing work around my relationship with money. So I've racked up debt, I've paid off debt, I've racked up debt, I've paid off debt. And maybe you're listening thinking, wow, I'm the same Lisa, or maybe you can relate because this is the game that you've been playing with your body and your weight perhaps. Over this past 10 years, and specifically over the past two years, I got really serious and I got really in integrity with myself in terms of doing what I said I was going to do around my relationship with money and fully taking responsibility for what I wanted to see happen. And that meant I had to look at 
my beliefs and my thoughts and my behaviors around my relationship with money, my spending patterns, my saving patterns. Um, I had attached love to money, so that played into why I struggled to hold on to my money because there was a part of me that believed that if I had all my own money that I wouldn't be taken care of anymore. So I had an underlying Disney princess story where I wanted to be saved and I wanted to be taken care of and I didn't realize how much that story around my money was impacting why when I would make money I would quickly send it back out the door. I also had to take responsibility for looking for the magic bullet and maybe you can relate to this as well like hoping and wishing that somebody had the right program or course or widget that would fix all my problems would solve my money problems would solve my business problems and would get me from where I was to where I wanted to be and lo and behold over the past decade I have learned and I am also here to teach you that there is no magic bullet there is no quick fix. There is no shortcut. The only way to get you from where you are to where you want to be, whether it's with your weight, whether it's with your relationships, whether it's with your money, is by you getting to know you better and having an honest conversation with yourself about what needs to change, what you need to take responsibility for, and where you are out of integrity with yourself. That's really what it comes down to. And I'm going to dive into that more as we, as we continue along in this episode. I've also done a ton of traveling. I had a dream that I wanted to travel the world, but I kept telling myself this story that I couldn't afford it and that I wouldn't be able to make it work with my children. And especially when Jake came along, I had this belief that now I was going to have to wait even more before I could travel and see the world. And nothing could be further from the truth. I started traveling for business and realized that it was much easier and much less expensive to travel than I had even realized. In fact, for the first couple of years when I started traveling, I didn't even have to pay for my airline tickets because I had so many grocery points saved up, if you can believe it, that they paid for my airline tickets. So when I had the courage to dismantle the stories that I had about traveling, that's when the world really opened up to me. Now I've been to Mexico and San Diego and Texas. I traveled to New York this past year for the first time. That was a bucket list trip for me. I've been to Florida, Key West. I have been all over the place and I can't wait to open up and have more adventures moving into this new decade. But as I move into the new decade, I want these adventures to be more with my family. I want my family along. So it's amazing right now being in Tofino because my family is here with me. Not all of them, but some of them. And some of them is better than none of them because quite often I'm traveling solo. So I'm meeting colleagues and friends, uh, but I'm not traveling with my family. So I'm really looking forward to bringing that to life. I also moved into the neighborhood that I dreamed of living in. And I remember when this neighborhood was built in my community and it's so, if you saw where I live, they're so cute. They almost look like little doll houses. And I knew that I always wanted to live in that neighborhood. And during this decade, we bought our little dream place 
in this neighborhood and I can look back on my list of things that I wanted to bring to life and there's so many things I can tick off that list. It is mind-blowing. I've also created courses and programs. I've worked with thousands of women. I work around the globe. These are all things that Again, if I had known that I was capable of so much, I would have blown my own mind. So this is why it's so important to take this inventory of the past 10 years, where you were, where you started from, and where you are now. So looping back to this integrity piece. So this year, and I've talked about this on previous episodes, this year was really the year that I put my head down and said, this is what I want to create. This is the end result. At the end of 2019, if I can lift my head up and say I accomplished this or even came close to it, how amazing would that be? And I sat down and I got to work. And by getting to work, I don't mean that I worked round the clock because I very much subscribe to the doing less better because I believe that when we get very intentional around the actions that we're taking, we see better results. It's not about grinding it out. It's not about killing yourself. It's about intentionality behind it. So I even joked with a client and said, you know, you don't go into the gym and just throw the weights around willy-nilly and expect to get results. You have to go in and you have to train with intention. You have to know the outcome that you're working for. And this is why so many women don't get results in the gym. They just go in and kind of go through the motions and they keep doing more and they're rowing more and they're running more, they're lifting more, but they're not clear on whether or not their actions are actually moving them towards the outcome they want. So this year in my business, that's exactly what happened. I got incredibly intentional around what I wanted to create, even though I wasn't sure how. So it started in part with this podcast, just saying, you know what, I'm going to launch this, I'm going to do this thing. And we're going to see what happens. I also got very intentional, very intentional about putting my stake in the ground and saying, I was here to work with people one on one. I wanted to spend 2019 really honoring my values, integrity, intimacy, connection. And in an online space where many people are working one to many and I'm a coach inside a program that works one to many and that fills my soul too. I wanted in my business to work one to one because I know that most of the women that I'm working with have never had that deep intimate connection with somebody where they really could express everything that was going on for them. I work with a lot of women that have learned that they need to be strong and they need to have it together but they're falling apart underneath. And when you're working with somebody one-to-one, you have the opportunity to find out that strength is actually vulnerability and being open and having the courage to talk about the things that maybe you've never talked about before and expressing the things that are keeping you locked down in shame because shame keeps us from talking about our stories and shame keeps us locked in these behavior patterns that are not beneficial to our highest and greatest good. We end up numbing out a lot of things. So coming back to this integrity piece, I I built my business this year based on staying in integrity with my values. So as I said, integrity is doing the things you say you're going to do, not just for other people, but most importantly for yourself. 
Because here's what happens when you say you're going to do something and then you don't follow through. You break the trust you have with yourself. Now, this is really important. So I want you to listen closely, possibly even write this down so that you remember it. If you were in a relationship with somebody else who was constantly saying they were going to do something and never followed through, who were constantly breaking your trust, would you stay in that relationship? Yes or no? If you're saying no, then I want you to look at how you not following through on the things you say you're going to do is impacting the relationship that you're having with yourself and that level of self-trust. Because the more you erode that self-trust, the harder it gets to trust yourself. And achieving any big goal, anything, whether it's you know growing a business or really taking care of your emotional and physical well-being means that you trust yourself to follow through. So I want you to look at 2020 through the lens of what is it that I really want to achieve this year? What are the things I have been telling myself for years that are important that I keep stepping over or I keep putting down or I'm not following through on? Where have I been out of integrity with myself? Then I want you to ask yourself, what about this is so important? Why is it so important that you get in integrity with your goals? So if it's losing weight, if it's changing the relationship with your body, maybe it's more self-love, maybe it's growing your business or healing your relationship with, with money. Why is this so important to you that things change? What are you currently tolerating or where are you suffering in your life? Because I can tell you, my dear listener, I was done. I was done with going round and round in circles. I'd created amazing success for myself, but I hadn't been able to step into what I really wanted for myself to create the financial abundance that I wanted so that I could go out and live the life that I want to live and be able to impact more people. Because here's the thing. When I'm generating more revenue, it allows me to get out into the world more and spread my message to more people because then I can hire people on my team. So now I'm creating jobs for other people. Do you see how this works? So it was really, really important for me to finally put to bed all of my money stories and really claim unapologetically what I wanted for my business and what I wanted for my personal life and why generating the revenue I wanted to generate was so important. And this is the year that I did it. And why? How did I do that? I stayed in integrity. And I really, like I said, I really, really got clear on where I was suffering and what I no longer wanted to tolerate. I had to learn to trust myself this year. I had to learn to trust myself even when I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know how this is going to unfold. We don't always need to know the how. But every day I showed up and I did what I said I was going to do. So here I am sitting in Tofino on holidays with my family. And every Monday I record a podcast episode for you. I didn't feel like recording a podcast episode today. But I do the things I say I'm going to do for myself. It's important. 
it is so important that I follow through and, and I, I honor that value of integrity. So I want you to look at what you really want to create for yourself in 2020. Because I don't want you to be sitting here listening to my 2020 wrap up going, wow, I spent another year going in circles. The next question I want you to ask yourself is what stories or patterns or beliefs are you currently holding about this struggle that you've been in that you need to release, that you're done with? So I needed to be done with my Disney princess story. I needed to be done with this belief that it was shameful to want to generate revenue and have a successful business. I needed to release the belief that I couldn't trust myself with my money because guess what? I can. And if you're listening and thinking, wow, Lisa, I'm not trusting myself in a lot of areas. Do you trust yourself with food? Do you trust yourself to take care of yourself? Do you trust yourself to move your body? Do you trust yourself to love yourself? Or are you constantly still beating yourself up and getting into that critical voice in your head? I want you to really think about these stories and patterns. Write out all the patterns of behavior that you see about yourself because this is where the rubber hits the road. It's about showing up and being willing to do the things you've been unwilling to do up until now. Last year in my business, I did the things I had been unwilling to do. I stopped worrying so much and I just started getting in motion more and more and more. I mean, that's how the podcast was born. I simply hit record and hope for the best. And it never fails. Every time I do an episode where I think, wow, what even came out of my mouth in this episode? Guaranteed somebody will end up in my DMs in Instagram saying, wow, I got the message I needed to deliver. And here I was sitting and I'm sitting here questioning whether or not it even made sense. So get yourself in motion. I also want you to look back over the past year and past decade. Where do you need to forgive yourself? Like deeply forgive yourself. What burdens are you carrying that aren't serving you? So if I go back and look at my marriage, if you think I walked away without feeling guilty, you are so dead wrong. And part of moving forward and building out the life that I am living now and that I wanted to create for myself was forgiving myself, forgiving myself for the hurt that I caused my family, my children, forgiving myself for leaving an amazing man because I still adore him. I truly do. You know, he's, he's still part of my family. He spends Christmas with us and I vacationed with him, with Jake and the boys. Like this is the life I've created for myself. But I had to be willing to forgive myself. I had to be willing to take ownership for every choice I'd made in my life and release any guilt or any shame or any feelings of not good enough. I had to release all the times I was hard on myself. All the times I felt I wasn't doing a good enough job. All the times I beat myself up. I had to forgive all of it. If today was your first day on this planet, but you got to start at the age you're at right now, but you had no past history, how would you want to be in relationship with yourself? Because as I've talked about in previous episodes, what's happened in your past is not relevant to what's possible in your future. 
it's 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 not it's not relevant at all but you have to be willing to forgive yourself and let it go and then lastly no not lastly I've got a couple more things so we've got inventorying your decade what do you need to reflect on so just like this podcast I'm kind of all over the place but I wanted to share some reflections of the past decade with you from leaving a marriage to opening up businesses to you know healing my money story to navigating addiction and recovery to having a new baby moving my business online having massive wins and massive failures all of it I inventoried all of it and I celebrated all of it and I released the things I needed to release I forgave myself and then I looked at what am I committing to and this is the question I want you to ask yourself. What are you committing to in 2020? And I don't want you to get I don't want you to have a list of like a thousand things. I want you to pick one or two things that you're willing to truly commit to. When it came to growing my business last year, I committed to five things that I was going to do daily. Five. That's it. If those five things got done, I got to give myself a high five and I felt accomplished. And every day, I did those five things without fail. And those have helped mark my success. So what are you committing to in 2020? What is it that you really want for yourself? And then what are you going to do to make sure you stay in integrity and you do the things you say you're going to do? So even on the days you don't want to, you do it. Whether it's eating your healthy meal, whether it's moving your body, whether it's looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you are an amazing human and I love you. When was the last time you did that? Ever? Maybe it's committing to no longer being available for the negative self-talk in your head. Maybe it's no longer being available to beat up on your body. Maybe it's claiming the identity of the person who cares about them so much, right? Because things we love, we take care of claiming the identity of that person who is going to wake up every day and love herself so fiercely and make choices from the place of truly caring for her physical and emotional well-being what are you committing to this new year and this new decade is full of possibility you're going to live it one day at a time right that's the key Every day, one day at a time, you're going to do the things one day at a time. And you are going to be amazed when you look back over the year. And when you look back at the end of this next decade of what is possible and what you've accomplished. So in 2020, I have big goals. I'm going to go back on stage after a 12-year hiatus in fitness on April 4th. I'm going to crush the physique I bought to brought to stage 12 years ago at the ripe old age of 47. I'm going to walk the runway like a Victoria's Secret model with my wings on and I'm going to feel like a rock star. I'm going to embrace my sexy and I'm going to do the thing that scares me. I'm going to run my programs this year, which by the way, the wait list for weight loss from within my 30-day transformational program the doors are opening again in January, so make sure you're on that. You can go to lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WFW waitlist. 
and I'll put the link in the show notes. <clears throat> I'm going to run my programs this year and I'm going to work with more amazing women. My one-to-one calendar, <coughs> excuse me, my one-to-one calendar is almost completely booked out. I don't know what all is on the horizon for 2020. There's going to be more travel, more adventure. But I know that my word, the theme that I'm bringing into 2020 with me is possibility. And that's how I want to close out this episode. I want you to think about, once you decide what it is you want to commit to, I want you to think about what emotion or energy or word that you want to bring to this new year. Everything I do in 2020 and the way I'm going to show up on a day-to-day basis is about possibility right what's possible for this podcast how many listeners how many downloads can we have by the end of 2020 how many women can I impact by the end of 2020 what is possible for my programs what is possible for the women who are in those programs and who are working with me one-to-one what is possible for my life in 2020 with travel with adventure I don't know but when I work from that energy and that emotion and that that sense of possibility I feel like a little kid who's being asked what they want to be when they grow up and they're wide-eyed and wondrous that is the energy I'm bringing to my 2020 and I want you to think about what energy you want to bring to your new year so on that note my dear listener thank you for tolerating my audio and enjoying this time in beautiful BC with me in Tofino thank you so much for tuning in in 2019 I hope that you continue listening into 2020 and beyond I hope I continue to bring you lessons and insights and perspectives that help you take action and change your life Let me be an example of what is possible. I am not some special unicorn. I just committed to myself and I committed to my dreams. And I stopped tolerating the things that I no longer wanted to tolerate in my life. And I stepped into possibility. I did the work on myself from the inside out and I still continue to do it every single day. And I want the same for you. So thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast resonates with you, please share it. Share it on social. Tag me. Drop me in. Drop into my DMs on Instagram at Lisa Carpenter Inc. And share with me your takeaways. Spend the time. Take these questions that I've asked and do your work. Sit and reflect as we ring in this new year. Not because we're setting resolutions, but because we care enough about ourselves to unpack what has happened, to celebrate the things we maybe never paused to celebrate, reflect on the things we've never maybe reflected on, release the things that we need to release, and really claim what we want moving forward. If you are interested in healing the relationship you have with your body, with food, please make sure you're on the wait list for Weight Loss From Within. This is not a program where we're going to be talking about changing what you eat because I know you are a smart woman. I know you know what healthy eating is. This is going to be a 30-day immersive program with live coaching 
where we dive deep into the stories and beliefs that you are carrying around about food in your body that are preventing you from achieving the things you want to achieve. There's a reason we get stuck in Groundhog Day. There was a reason I was so trapped in my money stuff because I didn't know that my unconscious beliefs were driving the bus. And that's what weight loss from within is about. It's about pulling those stories to the surface so that you can put them in the light and see them and address them and shift them and create new stories and beliefs and new ways of being. So I'll link it below. Again, it's lisacarpenter.ca forward slash WFW waitlist. And as soon as the doors are open, you will be the first to know. So on that note, my dear listener, I am so grateful for you tuning in. I'm so grateful for this time that I get to spend with you every single week. I wish you great health, more joy than you even know how to express, and all the love that you can hold. I hope that your 2020 is filled with adventure and dreams come true. And just know that this life This is your life to create. So get started on it. And I'm here cheering you on. Until next week and until this next New Year 2020, wishing you well. And remember, make sure you make yourself a priority in your life. Make 2020 the year that you matter the most to yourself, that you make yourself a priority everything will change when you work from that space. So much love to you. And I will see you on the next episode.